You're listening to Successful Farming Daily. Here are three big things you need to know today for Wednesday, March 15th. Our first big thing is, soybean futures were lower in overnight trading amid ongoing concerns about the fallout from the Silicon Valley bank failure and as the harvest in Brazil rolls on. Silicon Valley Bank was shut last week, the second-largest bank failure in the history of the country, with regulators stepping in to take over the failed business. The Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation said Monday it transferred all deposits and almost all assets from the bank to a newly created bridge bank operated by the agency to protect depositors. Still, uncertainty swirls about whether investors and depositors will make a run on banks, leading to overall uncertainty in the markets. Also weighing on prices is the ongoing soybean harvest in Brazil. Producers in the South American country have now collected more than half of their soybeans for the season. Brazil's crop is seen by the U.S. Department of Agriculture at a record 153 million metric tons. Brazilian soybean prices fell to nearly a 14-month low amid the prospects for a record crop and faltering spot demand on both the export and domestic front, S&P Global said in a report yesterday. Chinese importers have already secured all their soybean needs for March, three-quarters for April, and slightly above 50 percent for May, S&P Global said, citing market sources. With nearby demand commitments mostly covered, there is no real rush for fresh Brazilian cargoes. Soybean futures for May delivery fell 6.5 cents to $14.87 a bushel overnight on the Chicago Board of Trade. Soybean meal was down $1.10 to $480.10 a short ton, and soy oil lost 58 hundredths of a cent to 58.6 cents a pound. Corn futures were unchanged at $6.20 and three-quarters cents a bushel. Wheat futures for May delivery fell two cents to $6.94 and a quarter cents a bushel, while Kansas City futures lost four and three-quarters cents to $8.13 a bushel. Next up, the number of H-2A temporary visas for agricultural jobs again jumped last year, according to a report from the USDA. About 370,000 temporary jobs were certified by the U.S. Department of Labor in 2022 to qualify for the visa program, which is designed to allow agricultural employers anticipating a shortage of workers to hire from outside the country, the agency said. Only about 80 percent of the number of jobs certified actually result in visas. Florida accounted for about 14 percent of the certified jobs, followed by California with 12%, Georgia and Washington each composed 9% of the jobs, and North Carolina had 7%. Combined, those five states made up more than half, 51%, of all jobs certified for the H-2A temporary visas, the government said. Small businesses with less than 10 employees accounted for just over 65% of the jobs available under the program, but only 8% of the jobs. Companies with 500 or more employees composed 1% of employers offering the temporary visas, but more than 39% of the jobs, the USDA said. H-2A jobs are concentrated by employer size, partly because of farm labor contractors, which are brokers that hire workers and lease their services to individual farmers. The FLCs, as they're called, tend to be some of the largest employers in the visa program because they hire workers for multiple farmers, the agency said. While just north of half of the H-2A certifications were for individual employers, 
44% of the jobs certified for the visas were for FLCs, the government said. Employers must meet certain requirements, including first attempting to hire domestic workers and paying H-2A workers certain wages set by a region's average hourly wage for crop and livestock workers in prior years. The USDA said, Even with these restrictions, the H-2A visa program has grown rapidly in recent years as U.S. domestic workers find jobs outside agriculture and fewer newly arrived immigrants seek agriculture jobs. And finally, winter weather advisories and winter storm watches have been issued from south-central Nebraska into the upper peninsula of Michigan, according to maps from the National Weather Service. Snow is expected in much of central and eastern Nebraska today, with accumulations of 1 to 3 inches expected, the National Weather Service said in a report early this morning. Wind gusts will reach 50 miles an hour. Precipitation will likely be a quick-moving but relatively intense band of rain changing to snow, the National Weather Service said. Snow amounts may be on the lighter side, but strong winds will easily blow whatever falls. Even after falling snow ends, blowing and drifting snow may continue. In addition, temperatures fall below freezing throughout the event, which may make surfaces very slick. In central Minnesota, meanwhile, snow accumulations of up to 7 inches and a light glaze of ice are possible. Winds will gust up to 40 miles an hour. Thanks for listening. Follow more news on agriculture.com.